What is up, guys? It is the Blue Bloods here, man, back with another FCS Week 1 preview. Already dropped our Aggie Eagle Classic preview, our, our Orange Blossom Classic preview, Jackson State versus Florida A&M. Released our one FBS game of the week, Ohio State Notre Dame. And now we have to preview the game that I will be in attendance at, man. I'll be down on the sidelines covering this game as Alcorn State faces Stephen F. Austin, a top 10 preseason team. Now, I know people are wondering, yes, Stephen F. Austin did lose to Jacksonville State, but the voters did not do an updated week zero poll due to the fact that there was only, I believe, one one team that really played in week zero. You only had a handful of FCS games. So the updated poll, I'm sure, regardless of what happens, Stephen F. Austin will drop a little bit. But right now, man, this is a top 10 team coming into Lorman to face Alcorn State, and I'm excited to see this game in person. There are so many players that I've been covering as I've covered FCS football that I have really, really enjoyed watching that I finally get to see play in person, man. But looking at this matchup history, records, point spread, Stephen F. Austin leads this all-time series three to nothing. They've outscored Alcorn 131 to 31 in the past three meetings. Now, Alcorn's coming off of a six and five record last year, five and three in the SWAC, while Stephen F. Austin is coming off an eight and four record, four and two in the WAC. Now, Stephen F. Austin comes into this game 0 1 after a 42 to 17 loss in the FCS kickoff game last week against Jacksonville State. It was called early in the fourth quarter due to weather, but Stephen F. Austin still enters this game as a 10 point favorite over Alcorn State from the from the sports book that I found that actually had a line for this game but I would imagine it was probably going to range if, when this drops in the morning probably somewhere between seven to ten points is um probably what you're going to be looking at for a point spread now keys to the game and we'll start with Stephen F. Austin the number one key for me on the offensive side of the football is find offensive consistency early. Last week, the offense really struggled to get going. Even with great opportunities with the defense forcing some turnovers, they really struggled finding any sort of consistency, any sort of success, and really getting their offense going. So I need Stephen F. Austin. If you were expecting to come in here, win a tough game on the road, you have to get the offense going early. You have to get you have to get Trey Self rolling in the passing game, and you have to get your offensive line and running game going early. If you allow Alcorn to jump up, to jump on you early, seven nothing, ten nothing, this crowd's going to get really loud. That environment's going to be extremely hostile. You cannot, you cannot afford to let Alcorn, which does a great job at running the football and controlling the pace of the game, to get up early and establish themselves on you. You have to, you have to establish your offense early and you have to establish your pace of the game now on the defensive side of the ball man this team was a top 20 top 25 rush defense last year in 2021 last week they gave up and probably would have if the game wasn't called with 12 minutes left almost 300 rushing yards to jacksonville state now jacksonville state has some talented running backs uh webb at quarterback is is great with his legs as well they have a really solid offensive line but that was very uncharacteristic, and a lot of people did not see that coming from this from this Stephen F. Austin defense. You have to find that rush defense again. You have to be, you have to play your gaps. You have to get in the backfield and call some negative plays. If you allow Alcorn State to average four to six yards per carry, 
this plays right into their hand, man. You need B.J. Thompson. You need Brevin Randall. You need some of these front seven guys to step up and make big plays. You cannot allow Alcorn State to rush the football on you this upcoming weekend. Tomorrow, it's kickoffs at 6 p.m. Now, for Alcorn State on the on the offensive side of the ball, it's simple. The key to the game is run the ball, run the ball some more, and run it again. Run the football, man. Listen, you have a new quarterback stepping in for Felix Harper. Allen transfers in, in from Louisiana Tech. Get the foot, get the offense going by running the football. Like I said, if you can average four to six yards per carry, control the pace of the game, give your defense enough rest to handle a very explosive offense of Stephen F. Austin, Alcorn State has a great chance to pull off this upset. But Nico Duffy, Javante Leatherwood, and this in this deep running back room has to be ready to go. And this revamped offensive line that brought in a lot of size this offseason has to be consistent, has to be physical, and have to establish themselves at the line of scrimmage. But the key for Alcorn, like I said, run the football. That's it. Run the damn ball if you're Alcorn State. Now, on the other side of the football, get pressure on Trey Self and find Xavier Gibson. That's simple. Jacksonville State was able to keep Trey Self uncomfortable in the pocket, and you know they held they held Xavier Gibson under 100 yards receiving, even though he still had a big 50 yard touchdown last week. He set the all time um, the all time school record for receiving yards in a career anyway, but they held him to six catches for 80 something yards. You have to know where Xavier Gibson is. He is the number one option for this uh, for the Stephen F. Austin offense, and if you let him get loose. It's going to be a long day. Ask Mississippi Valley State last year, another SWAC school who Stephen F. Austin went up against. If you lose Xavier Gibson, you're in for a long day. And if you allow Trey Self to sit in the pocket, have time, get comfortable, and start just picking off the secondary, that is the worst-case scenario. This defensive line, this front seven, they need to be creative with their blitzes, and they need to get Trey Self off his spot and get and get him very uncomfortable, happy feet, and that way you, you you hopefully force him into missing some throws, get some sacks, and keep this offense off rhythm. Man, those are the keys to the game for both Stephen F. Austin and Alcorn State. Now, players to watch. Anytime I do a Stephen F. Austin preview, we know who the offensive player to watch is. It's Xavier Gibson, Stephen F. Austin's all-time leader in receiving yards, over thirty-two hundred receiving yards right now for his career. His week zero stats, six catches for 68 yards and a touchdown. The, the question for me is, he can play so many different places, and, he, and he's a factor on special teams that they allow him to do that. They didn't really you know, use him as much last week and on special teams. I'm curious to see if they let him do that uh, this week. How are they going to scheme him open? And what I, what I mean by that is in one-on-one coverage, it's not many people who can cover Xavier Gibson but we know Alcorn State is going to know where number two is every single play. How did they try to move him around and put him in positions to get in the open field and make plays? I'm, I'm looking at more of a like a scheme similar to what Alabama used against Ohio State in the national championship with Devontae Smith. They knew they were going to be on top of Devontae Smith. They were they were moving him around in the wide in, in, in terms of where he lined up each and every play. They brought him in the backfield for some for some screens and just some jet sweeps, things like that. Just get the ball to Xavier Gibson and let him go make a play. I'm interested to see how Stephen F. Austin schemes him open this weekend because we know Alcorn State has a talented defense. They're going to know where number two is every single play. Now, on the defensive side of the football is Brevin Randall this week. Linebacker last season, 
63 total tackles, two and a half for loss, a sack, and a forced fumble. Last week he didn't have his best performance. I'll, I'll just keep it. I'll just keep it plain and simple, man. He did not have his best performance last week, and only three total tackles. Really didn't make any spectacular plays. They need Brevin Randall. They need B.J. Thompson. They need some of these senior guys who are in that front seven. But Brevin Randall being the being the quarterback of the defense, being in that linebacker spot, he's got to play big. He has to when those defensive tackles. Forced to running backs into certain gaps. Brevin Randall has to be there and come with bad intentions. He has to play sideline to sideline and not let Alcorn State establish their rushing game. He has to be the leader of this defense this weekend. And I'm expecting big things for Brevin Randall. And the pressure is on him to get this front seven together after a performance last week that was less than spectacular. So the, everything is on Brevin Randall this week at the linebacker spot. Now, for Alcorn State, it's Nico Duffy at the running back spot. Now, I know people are going to say we don't even know if Duffy's starting. It's going to be – they're going to rotate running backs. And I know Leather was going to get some carries. I know they brought in some transfers. But Nico Duffy is the guy that's done it on the highest level in the running back room. This is the guy last year, over 800 yards rushing, four touchdowns, over five yards per carry. He's been an all-swack running back in his career already. The questions for me for Duffy are, can he establish himself as RB1? Last year, it seemed like they rode the hot hand. I want to see Duffy take command of that running back room and say, I'm the hot hand every week. Y'all can trust me to be that guy every single week. And we saw with Stafford Anderson and some of the rotation at running back that sometimes they just got away from giving Duffy the ball. And I want to see Nico Duffy go out there and ball out this weekend and prove that he is the he is the true number one running back in this talented running back room. Now, what will the rotation look like for Alcorn State? I don't know. I know Leather was going to get a lot of carries. Duffy is, and then we'll see who else emerges in that running back room. But I want I, I think Duffy and Leatherwood should rotate somewhere between like 50-50 carries or 55-45. And I want to see if Duffy can establish himself as that guy to get the 55, maybe 60% of the carries. This is a big, big week, man. Uh, Stephen F. Austin showed that that front seven is it can be can be scored on. And, and and they can average a lot of and they can give up a lot of yards on the ground if things are executed correctly. This is Nico Duffy's chance to go earn him some money for potentially the next level and prove that he is one of the top five running backs in the SWAC games. I feel like a lot of people coming into the season are sleeping on ranking Nico Duffy at near the top of the SWAC with the emergence of Caleb Johnson, the emergence of Gary Quarles, and some other guys. This is the week Nico Duffy has to go earn that back, and he he has to put the SWAC on notice against a very talented front seven of Stephen F. Austin. Now, on the defensive side, it was a no question. Same thing I said about Xavier Gibson. It's true about K.J. Kinsler. Defensive back, last season over 60 tackles, three pass breakups, a pick, Three um and then three tackles for loss of force fumble. The three qualities, yes, three big qualities that are going to be important this weekend: experience, leadership, and playmaking ability. Those are three things that he's going to bring to the table this weekend that are important for that secondary. Now, there are some questions at cornerback: who's going to be covering who when when Stephen F. Austin starts spreading people out? But with him being at safety and Xavier Gibson sometimes playing in the slot. This is a matchup where if, if if Xavier Gibson gets deep, it's going to be him and K.J. Kinsler, and it's time for Kinsler to prove that he is the best safety in the SWAC because he's been vocal that he is that guy, and this is the week to prove it for him. And for me, if a Kinsler-Gibson matchup happens, that is must-see TV this weekend, but he's going to have to use his experience, 
to, to get ready for this big-time matchup. His leadership, he needs to rally the defense against a very talented offense and keep this game as low-scoring as possible. And also on top of that, use that playmaking ability. We saw that certain mistakes can happen. By Stephen F. Austin last week, they can turn the ball over, that they can be inconsistent on offense. K.J. Kinsler has to take advantage of that. If there's a bad pass, K.J. Kinsler and the secondary need to make plays on the football and they need to be aggressive they need they need to be ball hungry and physical with this wide receiving core of Stephen f austin and that is that's a key man and i think kj kinsler is the guy that you are going to want to watch it's funny man number five on both sides of the football are players to watch for all corn state and they can be big time players this weekend if all corn state can pull off this upset now you know i went really I really went back and forth with this prediction, man. I'm really excited to get down to Lorman. I've heard it's a, it's a great environment, and I'm really excited to see how the crowd shows up for this one. And I'm really excited to see how two really, really talented teams are going to match up this Saturday night, 6 p.m. kickoff. But, man, I think all Corn State covers, and it's a close game all the way through. But right now, man, I, I got to lean Stephen F. Austin just because uh, just, I, they cannot go 0-2, man. An 0-2 start would be detrimental to the goals of the season for Colby Carthel and the Stephen F. Austin team. I think they overlooked Jacksonville State. They came in with 85 scholarships and really put it on Stephen F. Austin. There is no overlooking this game for the Lumberjacks. I think Alcorn takes an early lead, and I think this is close all the way down the stretch, but I think one play, one or two plays separates them from the win. I think Stephen F. Austin escapes Lorman with a 35-27 win. I got this being a lot closer than a lot of the other FCS experts, but I just think Stephen F. Austin has too much offensive firepower, and they're going to score late to, to, to get this to escape Lorman with a very, very needed win. And I think Alcorn's performance is really going to put a lot of people on the swack on notice as a team that can compete in that West division that's really up in the air right now with Southern, Grambling, Texas Southern, PV, and some of those other squads. But, man, I got Stephen F. Austin, 35, Alcorn State, 27. Man, comment your score predictions below. If you're going to be in Lorman this weekend, man, look out for me. Uh, definitely looking forward to meeting some of the uh, supporters of the show, man. Uh, talk a little bit of football in person. Uh, shout out to Mr. Kincaid for inviting me over to the tailgate. I'm really, really excited. Le leaving early, early tomorrow morning, man, getting down there, spending the whole day in Lorman. So, Cannot wait for this game. Stay tuned right here and on our website for post-game and pre-game coverage of this great matchup. 6 p.m. Central Time kickoff on, I believe, ESPN+. Plus. But Stephen F. Austin, 35, Alcorn State, 27. Guys, I'll see y'all in Lorman. But until next time, the Blue Bloods are out.